Hello, everybody. This is Michelle Burkhardt, and I am the host of the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Welcome. We are so glad you're here. Hey, have you ever heard this? Maybe from a kid. It was her fault. If she just, right, that whole blame thing. Well, I want to address that today. So we're, we're going to, I'm going to give you some examples. There are three examples that come directly from my children. And guess what? Each one of them has their own, own example. So I'm not throwing anybody under the bus today. So there were three things that happened and it really made me key into this thinking habit. And then I started noticing it as I was talking to other people and even myself, how that blame shifting happens in adulthood and how it affects our life. So I want to talk about that a little bit from the kid point of view, the adult point of view, talk about the the pattern that's happening and how in the world can we change it? Okay. So if you find that, you know, maybe you have a pattern of shifting blame onto other people, even though you don't want to, or you have a, have a bunch of people in your life who are definitely blame shifters and they're driving you nuts. I think this is really going to help you today. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right, everybody. I think most of you know now that I am the mother of three children. Now they're all preteens and teenagers. Okay. But question, especially for you parents out there. Okay. How many times have you had some version of, it was her fault if she just, right? Oh my gosh. I feel like it's happening all the time these days. Now, yeah, the the whole bickering, fighting, you know, he's looking at me, she's touching me kind of thing, you know, when they're little like that for sure. But I feel like lately the, it's really ramped up with this whole idea of, of judging and blaming other people. Um, and I think that that, I don't know, maybe that's a preteen thing. I'm, I'm not well versed in my, my child development past the age of 12, to be honest with you. Um, but I, I want to give you a couple examples. Okay. So the first example, the other night, Hannah, my, my almost 14 year old here in a few days, um, she was in the recliner. We have actually like a sectional couch with four different recliners. So she was in one piece of the recliner. Now, Ellie, the 11 year old, uh, you know, she, she just tends to leave her stuff around. Okay. It just is what it is. And so she had some stuff kind of in front of the recliner. And at one point, Ellie wanted to get past Hannah, but her, Hannah's, uh, uh, foot rest was up. And so Ellie, her pile was a little bit big. She couldn't traverse that. So she asked Hannah to put her thing down. Um, and you know, Hannah had a problem with this and, you know, long story short, it ended up in one child getting her, basically her feelings and her body hurt and another child being sent away. Okay. And it it got me thinking like the, the statement that she said was, well, it's her fault. If she, you know, didn't get her stuff out of the way then she could have got through. Well, yes, you're right. If her stuff wasn't there, she probably could have got through. However, her stuff was there. You could have just put your footrest out. You know, both of those are equally true right? And why do you have to judge her, right? So, you know, kind of got through that mom moment. Um, and then the very next morning, I, we had two incidents 
And we basically just had to kind of sit the kids down and say, you know, what has been happening here in our family is not necessarily a good thing. So let's work on this, right? But the next morning, Josiah, who is my 16-year-old now, and he's driving. Now we live like less than a mile from the high school. So when the kids drive to, to school, it's like less than two minutes, okay? However, Josiah and Hannah have a very different relationship with time, okay? So Josiah loves to be 20 to 30 minutes early for everything. He's always been that way, okay? Hannah, on the other hand, she's got the, oh, we need to be there at 6.30. I'm going to get myself ready at 6.30, right? So these two don't always match or align, right? So I heard Josiah said some version, you know, he was yelling at her basically. And I said, honey, you know, yelling at her, first of all, is not going to get you your, your result. And, and second of all, it's, it, it makes everybody upset. So just stop doing it. And his response was, well, it's her fault. If she would just get ready on time. Huh. Okay. And then not more than a few minutes later, we had another incident. So you see where I'm like keying in on this? Because when things come in threes, I'm like, ah, I'm paying attention to that. So Ellie, my 11-year-old, went downstairs. She had to change her pants. She had gone outside, got wet or something, and she needed to change her pants before leaving. I do not know what transpired downstairs. All I know is that I had two girls rushing up the stairs frantically yelling at each other. And one of them was crying. I'm like, Oh my goodness, what's going on? We have a problem, right? Long story short, Ellie had decided that she was going to wear a pair of Hannah's pants to school. Well, Hannah didn't like this, right? So you know what the statement was out of Ellie's mouth? Well, it's her fault. She shouldn't be the same size as me. Come on now. Does any of that make sense to you? No. You know why? Because when we get to that place of, of blaming another person, there's, it, it's usually out of a place of fear and fear has no logic. So it doesn't make sense. Okay. Now let me contrast that with some adult equivalents. Okay. So this is the adult equivalent to, it was her fault if she just blank. Okay. And these are literally things that either I have experienced or my coaching clients have experienced it. So I know that these are actual instances. So this one comes from my coaching client. My boss never listens to me. It's his fault. So I'm not going to share my great idea. Okay. For whatever reason, she feels like her boss doesn't listen to her. So she's not going to share her great idea that could literally change the, the direction of the team. Okay. All right. Now this one's, it used to be me, not so much because I've done a lot of work on myself. Okay. It's probably not a surprise. It's related to driving. So, you know, that guy cut me off. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to speed up to catch up with him and, you know, get in front of him anyway. Like I said, it doesn't make sense. There's no logic to it. Uh, and it might not, that one might not be yours. Okay. That one used to be mine. Thank God for COVID. I don't drive anywhere anymore. No, just kidding. Just kidding. I really have worked on it. Um, And the third one comes directly from um, a friend of mine. 
something was happening. She was, uh, you know, she had a, a close friend of her own and there was a lot of drama between these two. And she was, she was coming to me because she's, she's taken our life on purpose program in the past. And in that program, we, one of the key components of it is we talk about where does drama come from? Um, you know, what does drama mean and how can you get rid of it? And so she's like, okay, Michelle, I just got to talk this through. So we're talking about this drama and I kid you not, this is the phrase that comes out of her. She should know better not to say that to me. So I'm going to ignore her. Sounds kind of the same way as the kids, right? So first of all, I am not immune from this problem. You are not immune from this problem. But what is happening in these tales of drama, right? Well, I like to, I kind of created this term and I really like it. The more I've thought about it, um, blame shifters, okay, blame shifters. So we learned somewhere along the lines that this idea of shifting blame from ourselves onto others somehow gets the heat off of us, right? Somehow somebody, you know, if I, or if I'm going to be in pain, you can be in pain with me and we'll all hurt together, Right. However, you know, a shift in our thinking that could be really helpful here is saying, you know what, let me be responsible for my freedom here. Okay, so rather than shifting the blame, say, I have freedom that I can make this situation or scenario or circumstance different. And I also have a responsibility to do so. Okay, i.e. maturity. Okay. So for example, when I was talking to my coaching client and she's telling me about, you know, I was in this meeting, my boss never listens to me. I had this great idea and you know, I'm like, he never listens. So I'm not going to share it. And I said, what's your responsibility? You can't make him listen to you, but what is your responsibility? If you have this great idea and you know, it's going to, to work for your team, you got to find a way to share the idea, whether your boss listens to you or not, right? And, you know, for me, I, I, I really have worked on a lot of issues around my driving. Uh, and, and the biggest issue is just forgiving them and releasing them, you know, understanding, playing around with my perception and my perspective a little bit, you know, like I would make up all these stories about drivers. Oh, clearly they're, they're, they're late for work. They need to get to work on time or, oh no, maybe they're in an emergency and they're going to get their sick kid. Right. I would think through situations I had had and apply them to that other person. And it helped me to forgive, release, and show empathy and not to be, you know, um, I, I don't think I had road rage, just a really good, healthy dose of road impatience, right? I didn't want to hurt somebody. I just want them to knew that, know that they had hurt me. Okay. So out of that hurt and fear, uh, and lack really, um, I acted out. And so I had to shift my thinking and say, whoa, I'm, I'm free. I, I don't have to act like this. I can choose how I'm going to act and I have a responsibility to do so. Okay. The third situation, you know, with my friend and drama and all that, you know, I, I finally just had to, you know, after she kind of ran her course of, you know, talking about what happened with her friend and, and I said, okay, well, remember those four pillars of drama that we talked about, you know, how does that relate to this? And, um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know as we were having that conversation that she liked me all that much in that moment, but she knew it was good. It was kind of like, let's take your medicine here. Right. And you know, the thing was that I had to remind her sometimes you have to ignore the less aware people. There are many times where you're going to come across people who don't get it. Okay. They, they have less awareness than you do for some reason. You got to ignore them. You got to save your breath. Do not give them a lot of energy because here in that moment, if she would have ignored that friend and just said, I don't know what her problem is. I forgive her, release her. And I'm going over here. She would not have had the drama storm that occurred and she could have saved herself a lot of hurt. Okay. So the problem isn't the thing that that person said or did. It's really your perception or judgment, or I like to call it the story that you make up around what they said or did. Right. So much like, you know, Hannah's like, oh, if you just moved your stuff, well, she's creating a story to shift blame so that she doesn't have to do something because she didn't want to do it anyway. Right. Josiah is making up all kinds of judgments about his sister, you know, and, and he's calling her things like irresponsible and lazy and, you know, everything else, which of course we had to put a stop to. Um, but he's creating a story about her because she has a different relationship with time. That doesn't really help, does it? So what, what ends up happening is, uh, you know, there's a situation that happens. Okay. This thing happened. When this thing happened, I had a thought and then a connected feeling. Okay. So I was triggered. Something happened. I was triggered. I had this thought and I have this feeling. Typically what happens next is we put a judgment on that. So that person said something, I feel bad. So therefore you're bad. Okay. We kind of project that right back to them, which in turn influences our words and our behavior. Okay. And that gets us a result. So my friend who was having an issue with her friend, you know, the, the one girl said something and she had a thought connected to that. And there was a feeling, lots of feelings, and it caused her to look at her friend as less than, and it caused her to not only ignore her in the moment, but try to escape. And now I've got all of this stuff. I've got to process, right? So there was a result there that wasn't all that pleasant for her. Now I can tell you this, that she's figured it all out. So that's, that's not a, a, an issue anymore, but does that cycle ever work for you? You know, do you ever see that in your life? If you don't see that, you might want to back this podcast up and, and write down that cycle and start to notice it because I have a sneaky suspicion it's happening all day, every day with you. Okay. Now, let me tell you how you can change that, how you can shift your thinking just a little teeny tiny bit that's going to really help you. So a situation occurs, something happens, right? And the next thing, you are going to have a thought, you are going to have a feeling, okay? So let's say, you know, you're having a, a, a heated conversation with your significant other, right? And they say something and you have a feeling that happens, you cannot control the situation and you cannot control that that person just said something. Okay. You cannot control how you felt about that something that was said. That's an automatic thing. 
Okay. However, that little teeny tiny millisecond there that you have before you start to say or do something, that's what you can control. So instead of having a place of judgment coming from a place of, I want to understand. Okay. I want to be curious. I want to forgive. I, I don't want to take on this as an offense, right? That's what we have a choice about. And the end result of doing that is going to be more peace and less stress. So I'm asking you to choose, okay, to choose what kind of life do you want to live? Do you want to live the blame shifting life where you're going around and you're getting triggered all the time and you're just projecting your feelings onto other people? Or do you want to live this life where you're like, wait a minute, let me just connect with myself here and see what do I feel? What do I want to happen? And yes, I know that's work. I absolutely know that's work because I've done it for myself and I've walked hundreds of people through that. I know how hard that is, especially to start. And I also know the power doesn't necessarily, the the biggest amount of power in that whole process is making the decision that you want to change. So I'm asking you right now, do you want to live a blame shifting life or do you want to live a life where you're responsible for your freedom? One is only going to give you more things to blame others for and the other is going to give you more peace. Totally your choice. Okay. If you need help on this, if if you're just really struggling with something, will you reach out and just let me know? Okay. You can email me. Uh, I would love to, to, to chat with you whenever I can. Um, also, would you think about, would you think about the people in your life? There are two kinds of people you might think about. Number one, you might think about blame shifters. So those people who are grown adults who should quote unquote know better, right? Think about the blame shifters. Do you know of a blame shifter that might be open to listening to this podcast? If you do, could you forward it on? Don't tell them why. Don't say, hey, I think this is the the thing that's finally going to fix you. Please don't say that. Just say, I found this interesting. See what you think. Come up with your own wording so they don't, you know, get to this part in the podcast and go, ah, I know why you said it to me, right? Another person you might want to think about, though, is somebody who you know is doing their best to be their best, and they are constantly being hampered by blame shifters, i.e. anybody with teenagers, right? Um, But if you know somebody that you talk to and you're like, oh my gosh, when you talked about this, this person came to my mind, she's really struggling with this group of people. Would you send this to them? Okay. It's a great way to just say, I think this is going to help you. Okay. Awesome. Go be amazing today. I love you guys. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Um, So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.